Wisconsin Badgers uh, over the weekend. They did. Sweet. They did beat. They swept them. The LIU Sharks, Long Island University, or what is it? Long Island Long University. University. Yeah, Long Island yeah. University. That's right. Uh, they beat them three to two, then four to three. So, now, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Long Island University have one win coming in? Yes. Which they, was one less than the Wisconsin Badgers. And they Badgers. have one win going out. <laughs> uh, if you go to uh, Wisconsin Men's Hockey on Facebook, now usually on like news accounts, sporting team accounts, etc., the comment section is where a lot of the uh, some nastiness. Well, it's a nasty breeding ground. Correct. Not good for the Badger faithful on the comment section of their first win. Uh, let's there's, see here. There's one guy who always just only responds with fire Granado. Oh, I mean, is he wrong? Uh, this one guy says Long Island University. They started D1 hockey last year and are probably the worst program in the country. And uh, they almost beat us tonight. Pretty sad. Two years ago. Yeah. Um, just reading his. And then <laughs> let's see here. Uh, we are firmly one goal better than one of the worst programs in the country. Heck yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. Two goals. Well, that was when the, you combine the weekend. That's true. This is a Friday. Oh, game. this is, fr- this is okay. from the comments section Sorry. of Friday. That was Sorry. the one thing for me because I'll stay up to date and see how they did. And from what it looked like going through some of the tweets, it looked like they eked out two wins against the one worst. of the lesser hockey schools in Division One. Let's see. Another, another person. We are begging you at this point get rid of the entire staff and start fresh. Need a culture shock in the program, or this is going to continue until the program fully fades away. I did see pictures. Because I had a friend, um, he went with his uh, his uh, wife and his kids. There was not many people there. I went Saturday. I saw it from Friday. It was pretty yeah. sparse. I went Saturday. There seemed to be more people there than the last time they I was. They were battling with the Brew City Battle, yeah. which was Friday. Um, but uh, I did see a sign that that was just like, here in Wisconsin, we drink Long Islands. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, now coming up this weekend, they have Lindenwood. I think they're coming off a sweep of Army last week. Which, on paper, Lindenwood, again, is one of the lesser Division One teams. Hey, they have just as many wins as the Badgers. And remember when we were talking Four. about their upcoming schedule, it was Long Island University that were very winnable games. It was Lindenwood, which is a very winnable game winnable games and then we were talking about their little holiday face-off where lake superior state was a winnable game and then potentially whoever you played in the second game was maybe a winnable game then it's all big 10 it gets pretty tough and we were grasping at straws to come up with a w hey i we did say we thought it was gonna be michigan state but after getting swept on the road there you can't really i did say say, will they get the i looked at the rankings i looked at the rankings rj and ebo and pretty much every single big 10 team is ranked including michigan state you know Uh, who's not ranked wisconsin those badgers yeah, uh, let's see here. One more comment, and it is a breeding ground of nasty, but there's very few positive comments here, even though it's the win. Let's see here, flipping between this game and men's basketball last night, that was Friday, you could see how far this hockey program has fallen under the current regime. No energy, no fans, no identity as a program, struggling against a new hockey program like LIU, embarrassing. Do you think that uh, also the lack they won, of... Though. The lack of success sure. for the program has also relegated it to like NBC two. They I'm did have serious. it. On, they did have it on NBC earlier this That's year. That's what though. I'm saying. Like they have been on like 
the Farmer 5 1s, 2s, and 3s channel more than the Big Ten Network. Am I wrong? I never see him on the Big Ten Network anymore. Uh, on oh, the Big Ten Network. Not actively looking. Not actively hockey. looking. So they've, been, actively on, looking. they've been on a channel, channel you don't get. Okay. They've been on Bally's. <laughs> oh, freaking Bally Sports. Unbelievable. So they really relegated them so that the peasants <laughs> like me can't even watch them. Peasants I, like I don't get me. Bally Sports either. Freaking us plebes, us peasants. <laughs> RJ high and mighty looking down at us. Hey, I went to the I went to the game on Saturday. Yeah, I, I went to the game and I can watch <laughs> and it on TV. They have ch- they are on the channel you don't get. I mean, it's a tough watch. La, la, la. I will say that. What did you do? They blow the red carpet for you and they walked in with their season tickets. Like, hello, ladies sir. and gentlemen, one of the few fans remaining with season tickets, RJ Brockman. They, they bow do. down. They do that. And he comes in, he's like, yeah, I can watch Belly Sports too, a-holes. <laughs> la, la, la. And I get NBC3. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, Barry, if you're listening, we'll get you next Wednesday, brother. Um, I know you got some stuff going on with uh, work-wise. We love you, though. All right, speaking of uh, some little, a little e-ikes kind of thing, the hell happened with Badger basketball last night? Oh, my God. Tyler Wall, was that a, like a, a malfunctioning clone of him? Chucky Hepburn the, was his arm broken or something? When I watched shoot. Tyler Wall play, <laughs> can't shoot. Can't every shoot. time he had like what I guess you would say was a contested layup, but let's be honest, in Division 1 college basketball when you're superiorly better than the other player, that's a pretty easy layup. Just miss, 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 miss. miss, mm-hmm. miss. I, I the only thing that kept going through my head is, dude, Tyler Wall convention. looks like a naff out there. Holy crap! It's a Mason's convention, Rowdy. They're laying brick after brick after brick. <laughs> dude, it was bad last night. Um, now, if it was any other team that wasn't Green Bay, Wisconsin loses that game. Uh, let's see here. They're bad. That was the worst basketball game I've ever seen. Evil. This is why I don't give out compliments very often to the to these Wisconsin teams or these professional teams or whoever. And it's because often. once you start to get your hopes up a little bit, this is the performance. I said, I've been pleasantly surprised with the Wisconsin yeah, Badgers. Oh, yeah. They looked pretty good against South Dakota. They looked pretty good against Stanford. Hey, South Dakota is supposed to finish third in the summit. I mean, this was an Stanford was supposed to be the fifth team in the Pac-12. Now, Green Bay is second to last in the Horizon League. They're one of the worst teams to in Division win One. Six games this year. Green Bay is one of the worst teams in Division One. The Badgers. One of their best players last year sits on your bench now. Yeah. The Badgers shot 30.2% from the field. It was their worst effort in the regular season since making only 30% in a loss to Iowa in 2021. There were so many things watching that game that concerned me where I'm like, why? What, what is happening? Hey, Jordan one, Davis was actually... One, yeah, Chucky Hepburn, Tyler Wall, holy make a basket. Yeah, like, that, was that, was, that was awful. Wasn't good. And then on top of that, another... So, that was two <laughs> of your top three players, right? Returning. Mm. That's Those were the three players that we knew. The third one being Stephen Crowell... Dude, why didn't you have more than four shots? Like for yeah. the longest time, he had four shots until the Cal- very end. Cal- I think three he, six. Yeah, he he put 50%. up a couple shots at the end. <laughs> but why, in a game in which you had size advantage again, is your seven footer only having four shots for what felt like the yeah. first? 
I don't know. Well, he hit that three in the second 35 half, minutes of the game, the dude had four shots. Yeah. Why is he not getting more touches and more touches down low? I mean, Tyler Wall, 24 minutes, foul trouble, 2 of 11 shooting, tough. Chucky Hepburn, 2 of 14 shooting, It was tough. terrible. Layups, they couldn't even make a layup. You oh. five points through 10 minutes in the second half. It was a total, listen, and we have a comment here, and I kind of agree with it, it doesn't make it right. Uh, by the way, happy... Uh, Happy marriage, my friend Trevor. Well, way to tie the knot over the weekend. He says all of them were already in the Bahamas. They couldn't focus because up next, the battle for Atlantis as they're in the Bahamas to take on first up Dayton. One of the questions I had for this team was the big man behind Crowell. We've talked about this all the time. And the second one was if there was going to be any shooters behind Chucky Hepburn. Yeah. I guess I got this completely wrong. <laughs> I don't want this. You know, normally we're like, Man, why are the why are all the Badgers around the perimeter shooting threes? Because they can't make a layup. I'm fine with them all being behind the arc now. <laughs> they can't make a two pointer. They were uh, let's see here, four of nineteen on shots considered layups. Four for nineteen for a team that we question if they could actually shoot the basketball outside of a couple players and who were some of the shooters on this team. They've been shooting the three ball at an extremely good clip. Like, what is it? Two out of three games, they've been over 40%. Yeah. That's unreal. But on the flip side of that, it's been unreal how many missed layups and bunnies they've had. Four of 19 on layups. And and it's not like Tyler Wall and Stephen Crowell and some of these guys down low didn't have good looks where it was like, oh, man, they were really getting deed up down low. It was, it was, was terrible. Tough. It was tough down low all night for them. They had open looks that they just missed. Just Brett, Mason's convention again. Hitting so the, the back iron, hitting everywhere but the... the hitting, like, net. way up on the I'll backboard. I'll say this, though, yeah. for a positive... This team so far through three games has shot the free throws pretty well. Yeah. Hey, three and zero, and we've seen that be issues in the yeah. past. Again, Badgers shot thirty point two percent. The honorary, the honorary captain was Bronson Koenig last night. They should have suited him back up and put him back on the floor. <laughs> that had to be embarrassing for him. <laughs> the, it, well, Bronson Koenig, the honorary, the honorary captain, they shot thirty point two percent. Another thing that they did well was they out rebounded Green Bay. Like they dominated, oh, they dominated on the, the boards. boards. But you expect that when you're bigger than the other team. Yeah. Crowell didn't have anyone that really could match up with them. I mean, Tyler Wall was clearly more talented than the guy that was supposed to be guarding him. Yet they couldn't make shots, but at least yeah, at they, least they did rebound. 45 to 25 was the they out rebounded Green Bay. And you know what? Jordan, Jordan Davis has taken a lot of heat. You got to give him credit where it was due. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He made a lot of shots last night shooting the basketball. He looked pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, he was your leading scorer. Listen, again, it doesn't make it right. This they totally overlooked Green Bay. They they came out there no energy, didn't give two craps about who they were playing, and they're like, I can't wait to get to the Bahamas, man. It, it started snowing in Madison yesterday. They're like, get me the hell out of here. I'm ready for the battle for Atlantis. Get me to the Bahamas. <laughs> Until next week, guys. So, I know. Yeah, let's just. They go. totally looked ahead. So let's clearly, go. they totally did not care. Wall, Crowell, Hepburn were struggling. But in a game like this, where you're playing Green Bay, a team that is projected to finish second to last in the Horizon League, a team that was projected to have six wins this year, Mm -hmm. at what point do you say, all right, Chucky, Tyler, you don't have it. Let's play some of these younger guys, some legit minutes against a Division I team. A Division I team that is not very good. Because that's what I was sitting there 
on my couch watching this saying, like, I wonder, guard. no, I wonder if they're going to let some of these young guys play more minutes, even though it's close, this will be a, a good learning curve for them because did you ever feel like they were going to lose this game? Even when they were well, up by eight and I think Green Bay was like on a 14 to one run. No, I didn't think they were going to lose. Exactly. It, it was like, this is tough. It, it felt like, oh, this is going to be about a 10 point game, but there's no way that Green well, Bay is going to win. 27 their favorite. Man? I couldn't believe that Connor Asijan got eight minutes. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. Eight well, minutes. He only took one shot. Two turnovers, yeah. though, for him, unfortunately. Rowdy, was it 27 or 26 and a half was a spread? It opened at 27 and a half, and it, it was bet down as low as 26 and a half. Whatever, being on Wisconsin was not the right side. Good yeah. thing we stayed away. Uh, let's see your line one. Good morning. Boys. <laughs> hey, Kyle, what's up, dude? Hey, if you're going to have a stinker of a game, I, you know, at least it's against that, uh, Green Bay. You yeah, know? Get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Yep, because they seem to always have at least one or two of those just stinker oh, yeah. games. It's never going to be easy every game. You no, just, you and, just figured uh, you it would have been against Green Bay. As a big man, too, down low, you know, you're used to all them shots being contested, and they had so many open looks, and maybe that's why they were missing them. Like, hey, there well could be. I'm used to a guy up in my grill. What, what right. is this? Open Look, air space? Looking for some more contact. Yeah. Wide to, open spaces? For, I ain't talking right, Dixie chicks. Right. I mean, yeah, you go from Stanford to Green Bay. You know, yeah. two different uh, levels. Yeah, yeah, just just a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. And maybe they're used to like the sight lines of American Family Field. They weren't used to the <laughs> the confines of the Kohl Center. You know. Man, I would have liked to have been in that game too last night, but you know, eight o'clock tip, uh, a little bit late on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's a tough start. Yeah, uh, what did you say yesterday, Rowdy? The, against Green Bay, it should have been put on like yeah, it could have been like noon, a noon, the game. big noon tip off. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, to me, it's like they're already ready for uh, the Bahamas. Like, get me the hell out of here. We're going to the Bahamas. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, the body language, and uh, yeah, they all acted like. Like you just said, they undervalued Green Bay. Yeah, they just roll them, and then you know they they came to play. Hey, three and zero, and here we go. Three and zero, and here we go, baby. Hell yeah, Kyle. Good stuff, brother. Have a good day, boys. See you, homie. So one of the things when we talk about this team has been shooting the basketball extremely well from behind the arc. It seems like they have found a few different shooters. If Jordan Davis can shoot the way he has in the last two games, that's going to be a positive. Uh, a seat. We know a Siegen can shoot the basketball. Chuck, given minutes, Chucky Hepburn is never going to be as bad as he was Correct. last night. I don't think Wall Tyler Wall will be as bad as he was Crow, last night. Crow can <laughs> shoot the ball a little bit, but I think we're finding like Klesmit is a guy that can shoot. Totally, like, we have found a few guys that were question marks that can shoot the basketball. At least through two games, they've been they've been pretty good. Yep. Now the other question mark was big men. Who are the big men behind Crowell and behind Wall? Because that's kind of it. And it's Ilver, it's Gilmore, and it's Hodges. Those are the three big men. Mm-hmm. I don't really think there's been a ton of answers so far for no. who's behind Wall and Crowell. Like, we know Carter Gilmore continues to get thrown out there. He was thrown out there last year. He's a guy that really there's not much of a ceiling there, but the coaches trust him yes. to play physical defense and give effort. Mm-hmm. Ilver, he is the kid from Estonia that Needs is some more weight. athletic that can score the basketball, but defense is definitely a question mark. Yeah, weight and being able to push people around, definitely a question mark. The one that is, that is uh, I think, a little disappointing to see is Chris Hodges. 
this was a big a big guy coming in as a true and freshman at like 6'9", 230, and now he's, what, 6'9", 245, mm-hmm. putting on weight. But the fact that he can't get more than one minute yeah. against Green Bay when Crowell and Wall aren't playing well and or in foul trouble, that's a huge red flag for me. They don't trust him at all. Get him out of the way. Get these stinkers out of yeah. the way. Just It seems like a normal Wisconsin team we talk about. They always play to where their competition is. Yeah. Up next, the battle for Atlantis. Terry from the North the Side. king of the North. Speaking of one of them. What's up, Terry? Well, you know what? I, first of all, I, I want to tell you how much I enjoy getting ripped on your show. I, do, I love it. Terry, you, I Terry you. after your phone call yesterday when we went to break, I said, God damn, do I love Terry. He calls in, and he gets the masses stirred up, upset, and I love it, Terry. But I want to take, an, I want to take a second and maybe try to explain myself a little bit better. You know where my favorite restaurant is. And it would be Athens on the bar. north side, baby. Northport, let's go. And a lot of Badger Boosters alumnus come in there. Terry, I, I go in there, you go in money. there, alumnus go in there, everyone go. It's a beautiful place, delicious food. And a, and a guy used to give a lot of money to university. And we get a table, and we sit, and I listen. You sit at a table there, and we sit at the bar. I listen. And I believe, and they believe, and I also believe this. And, and see, you, everybody else has a right to disagree. I do not believe the problem at the university is talent. I've always said it's coaching. And now, when I said the one-year contract, and I'll tell you what I meant by that. Okay, I'm listening. I should have explained that better. That's fine. I want to see how Leonard will go up against Ohio State and what kind of a game plan, because um, the last coach would just totally outcoach you a few weeks back. I mean, just totally outcoach. I mean, we might as well not even had a coach on the sidelines. And that's what those guys complained and pissed and moaned about the whole damn time they were there. I said, hey, guys at the restaurant. Did they call him Milk Toast? He's Milk Toast. Well, they, they just said they called him Burnt Toast, which reminds me of... <laughs> I don't know uh, which is word, Burnt Toast or Terrell Milk Buckley, Toast? Terrell Buckley, an old Packer defensive back. <laughs> so, you know, and I listen to these guys, and a lot of these guys are former players. You know, and a lot of these guys, I believe, know what the hell they're talking about. Sure. So anyway, as I'm listening... And when I said a one-year contract, meaning I wanted to see how next year he would line up against. Not even know if Ohio State's even on your schedule next year, so I, I should have asked that question first. They are. It's a home game. It's a home game. If they get outcoached next year, outcoached, not outplayed. Because outcoached. again, I feel I feel the talent is there. They're just in the wrong spots. They're not being taught well enough. You got a five-star quarterback that's never been taught well enough who doesn't have a system to go by, it's coaching. See, Terry, I'll agree with you to a point when you talk about the Wisconsin talent. I'll agree that they've they've been recruiting, Wisconsin Badgers, that is, at the highest levels that they have been basically since 2017. So when you're talking about talent, these are arguably on paper for kids coming out of high school, some of the best talent on paper that they've ever had. I'll agree with you there. Um, 
but overall, so, there's still not a top-tier Big Ten school when it comes to recruiting. You can look and see that even when they were having their good years, they're way behind Ohio State. They're way behind Michigan. They're behind Penn State. They're even behind Michigan State. Like, those schools are always out-recruiting them even when they've been getting the better talent. Like, that, that's just Nelson, been a thing. Nelson, we also Nelson? know we, Nelson, we Nelson? Also in the NFL draft for guys – how many years have some of these teams had number one picks, top five picks, year after year after year, year, year after year, year, year? And they're still at the bottom. And yeah, Nelson. You know, I think you have to know talent. I think you have to know talent when you're recruiting. But here, well, that's the thing, Terry. You're talking about Wisconsin has had some guys that have been drafted in the NFL that are great players in the NFL. Absolutely. Look at look at the Watts. I mean, you can go right down the list with some of the linebackers that have at come out. At one point, all the top five backs. offensive linemen were the top paid rec- yeah. linemen in the NFL. Oh, were from linebackers, Wisconsin. linemen, running backs. They've had great players, Just but the, but the roster when you have 120 kids on your roster. They might have, you know, a few here that are really good. Ohio State arguably has five draftable wide receivers into the NFL. Like, that's just one position group. That's that's the gap. Wisconsin might have five players drafted on this team. Ohio State has five receivers that are going to be drafted. That's no <laughs> other position. And that's where my – and Nelson, this will be my argument. Come in and my boys are saying, when our guys that are doing the recruiting – and which, and, and in general, they do a pretty good job. But do they know enough to to, to scout top, top, top notch talent? And are we going out? Yeah, but can they the actually players? get the top, yeah, top, do you top think, notch okay, talent to come? You know okay, those five receivers from Ohio State. Do you think they ever were sniffing around Wisconsin at all? I don't know. There's no I, way. I don't hear this information. Huh? When I, when I again, I'm going back to my group at the table. When I sit, I bet you'd ask those those five thought, Ohio State wide receivers about Wisconsin Badgers. They go. Who? You think Marvin Harrison Jr. said, you know what? Wisconsin's the place for me. Absolutely not. He ne- That was never even a thought. So Wisconsin they- might have been like out of 120 Division One schools. They were probably like 115th on his list. And you could argue why Ohio State never called J.J. Watt also. I can understand all that a, conversation and all that stuff. On. Like, no yeah, because call- he was great. No one was he, he was him. talented. My point is this. No no, Andy, I'll get out of here with this. Yeah, yeah. If you want a program that plays 10, 11 cupcake games and then takes on Ohio State, has a chance to go to, to the elite tournament, then that's what you're going to get. I would say, Terry, that J.J. Watt was lucky that Wisconsin took him in and changed him to defensive line because he was a tight end at Central Michigan. So you have to understand this, Nelson. Wisconsin doesn't have. They took a in the talent, and then they made it a defensive cool. lineman, and, and they then they made JJ the Watt into what he they, was, and then he continued to work look hard. Look at TJ ass, and now look at. They him. don't have a second university. They don't have a third university like some of these other states around our area. Wisconsin can get huge walk-ons from guys from little schools. Terry, if there was a Wisconsin state, there walk-ons. If there was a Wisconsin state, like a Michigan state, Wisconsin would be worse. They're walk-ons. Like what? All right, Terry. Well, guess, you, you, you know what? Terry, Terry, you said you liked I when people talk smack. Point is at this table. I wish you. Well, like, invite me. I would, I'm always inviting you. You never show up anymore. I show up all the time in well, Athens. You just aren't there. You're, you're an early bird drinker. I'm a later in the evening drinker. You know, all I'm telling you is this: you passed out by 4 p.m. I, Terry, I, I'm passing on information from people who know a whole lot more about the game than I do. And I'll be the first to admit that. I'm not trying to tell you I'm an expert because I'm not. If I was, I'd be working. God knows where. But I'm telling you this. 
the problem with this university. It has been for years. It's they become content, and they also don't know Terry. Terry, Terry you said you liked what, I want to pass some information along to you really quickly. You said you liked when people talk smack to you? Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to pass a message along from our guy, Corey. He asked, was Terry dropped on his head as a child? <laughs> you know what? Tell Corey I'll buy him a beer anytime he wants. You got it. He's he listening. Wants. He's listening. Many people for the past two weeks have been saying that Terry, the king of the north, was either dropped on his head as a kid, uh, maybe he was dipping too much into the, the alcohol. Maybe he's been licking frogs, and he starts tripping balls, and he's seen, like, alternate realities and universes that Wisconsin could exist in but don't exist in. Is, does, is Terry on to something, though? Well, Terry said that he believes that Wisconsin is recruiting a lot of talent and that Wisconsin needs to go after more talent and then find the coaching. Now, here's a quick little breakdown of where we're currently at. We haven't looked at any toads The yet, Wisconsin right? Badgers since 2017, when they when they nailed down the Logan Brown type recruits, the Graham Mertz, ever since 2017, they have been recruiting at a higher level. But the Wisconsin Badgers recruiting at a higher level still has brought pretty much the majority of their recruiting classes being ranked 30th to 50th in the country. Mm-hmm. You have teams like Ohio State that are always in the top five. You have teams like Michigan that are always in the top 15. You have teams like Penn State that are always in the top 20 recruiting across the country. You're also competing with the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Clemsons, the USC's, those type of blue blood schools that are always in the top 20, no matter what they do. A lot of the schools that I just named are always in the top 10. Mm -hmm. You look at the state in which you are supposed to be protecting. It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, is not a state when you go one through 50 that is high up on the list for recruiting talent that is coming out of the state every single year. Now, Barry Alvarez came in in 1990, built a program and took a team that was awful, got awful in the 80s and turned it into a program that could win Rose Bowls or at least compete for Rose Bowls. That's a hell of a job from Barry Alvarez. Yeah, There's no doubt about fantastic. it. They hadn't seen a Rose Bowl since the 60s. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a turnaround. He did not make it into an Ohio State. He did not make it into a Michigan. He did not make it into an Alabama. He did not make it into a Clemson where they're winning national championships. They're competing for national championships every year. And when I was talking about looking at the state, you look at the state, I would say probably on average, you're lucky if there are 10 kids in the state of Wisconsin that are Division I worthy football players. In fact, they're battling with UW Whitewater for recruits. And even besides the fact that a lot of the really good players in the state of Wisconsin, and I'm not ripping Wisconsin. It's a state that I played high school football in. It's just the facts. There, there isn't a ton of division one talent in this state. Wisconsin has done really well, keeping in-state talent home, but they're not only competing against those kids that are really, really good that end up playing good D three football in the WEAC, but they're competing against, I don't know, the Notre Dames, the Michigans, the Ohio States that every once in a while will poach a really good player from the state of Wisconsin that you can't keep home. Mm-hmm. Plus all the other big 10 schools in your footprint that you're playing against every single week. So it's not like, it's not like they've done a bad job doing it, but here's an example. There might be 10 kids in Wisconsin that are D one football players in the class of 2022. The Badgers just offered like 10 kids from matter day 
that yeah, is a, a USC, USC feeding ground yeah. out in California. They don't have the talent that the Southeast United States does. Yeah. They don't have the talent that the, the state South. of Ohio or the state of Michigan or the state of Pennsylvania or the West Coast has. But if you want to look at what Wisconsin has done. Now, this, this is where we look to Toad Rowdy. Barry Alvarez found that pipeline of running backs in New Jersey. Indeed. He protected the state. He recruited the Midwest pretty well. Uh-huh. Brett Bielema came in, started dipping into like the southeastern United States. He would go and grab some guys from Georgia. He'd grab some guys from Florida where there's a lot of talent, even though they were three stars and still a lot of the four and fives were passing to go to Georgia, to go to LSU, to go to Bama. He did a good job of finally getting in there. Then you look at Paul Christ. He did a good job out in Pennsylvania. They were starting to grab guys from Ohio. A little fertile grounds here and there. They continued to grab players from New Jersey. They did a good job recruiting and building on top of the recruiting. Saeed Khalif, who was a guy that came in as the head recruiter, Ben Kenny's guy. He helped (laughs) build on top of that, and they were recruiting more higher level players. Yep. The only way that if you are going to entertain actually getting on the level with Ohio State and Michigan are basically one thing, but it's two things, but basically one thing. One, you're going to have to fork out the money for the recruiting program to keep the Saeed Khalifs and give him the amount of staff he wants. So what did he want, 12 Remember for Wisconsin? Remember they had a staff of eight, he wanted when, 10. Yeah. They said, no, they thank 12 you. In Michigan State. They gave him 12 at Michigan State. And then Michigan Wisconsin State ended up- recruits at a higher level than Wisconsin does most years. And Wisconsin ended up, and one of the reasons why Paul Chris was fired, because he was down to like, what, two recruiters? And you One? know what they also have to do on top of that? Pay money for NIL? NIL. It's the wild, wild west. You want to somehow get on the level with these schools? You now have the opportunity. It's called spending money and paying these players to come play. Some of the older folks, you might not like it, but that's what <laughs> it is right not like now. It, but if you it. want to get on that level and you actually want to win, you are going to have to pay those. Yeah, money. They to. open the doors to make it uh, make it so that you could get on their level. You just have to be a big boy and spend your money. Yeah, you have to go do and it. And you know what the University of Wisconsin says? Listen, no, thanks. no, we don't want all of the recruiting program. We don't want a recruiting coordinators. We're, we're fine with eight when other schools that are ahead of us are having 12. We don't want to pay Caleb Williams $5 million, even though he might win the Heisman this year. We'll let him go to to USC. If you are unwilling to have a recruiting coordinator and program and you're unwilling to pay money, you're unwilling to be good or to try yeah, and gonna, get on the Ohio State level. You'll always be second tier. Exactly. Always. You'll always be second tier. And if you continue to fall behind because other schools, like we'll just say, for example, Minnesota, well, they got a Iowa, website. And you go to UW. Illinois, decide that they're going to start using money for NIL, you're going to fall behind them. You can Get go with to, the times or die. Adapt can, or die. Rowdy, you can go to UW uh, for the Wisconsin Badgers, and you can go select who you want to give money to for NIL deals. Okay? Come on, Wisconsin brother. will never, ever be Ohio State. But they have their best opportunity yet to try to be Ohio State, and that's called spending money, but they don't want to do it. You will never be Ohio State. Here, the UW I grew marketplace. Up in state. I've watched the Wisconsin Badgers since Ron Dane was running over UCLA in the 99 Rose Bowl. Rowdy, you even said you played high school football here. It just isn't going to cut it. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the only time you will ever play Market in a college players. football playoff is when the stars align like it did in 2017, but you needed Alex Hornibrook to play good football and he didn't. You need to find a quarterback when when the rest of your roster was really good. That was your opportunity was having a weak West winning the West, running the table, and beating Ohio State in that Big Ten championship, and you couldn't do it. We have saw the last, what, probably seven years, they probably had two really good opportunities to, to beat an Ohio State team, and they came up short, Ooh. and that was when everything fell their way. They just needed a consistent quarterback, and it didn't happen. Those, are on, those type of years are only going to get slimmer and slimmer because the fact that, one, the Big Ten is changing. They're bringing in USC and UCLA. They're going to change the divisions, I'm sure of that. Even if you just threw USC and UCLA into the West and you kept an East-West, yep, yep, you have yep. Lincoln Riley and USC that aren't going to be slowing down. Brody's Ohio hot. State's hot, not folks. going to be slowing down. And I don't like... When people say, well, why don't you just find a head coach that that is a great head coach? Ryan Day is arguably better than what Urban Meyer was at Ohio State, and he won a national freaking title. He's recruiting at a higher level. Look at the talent on their teams. The Justin Fields team that... um, Lost, I believe it was, to Clemson and this current team for Ohio State. You could argue were the two most talented Ohio State teams in Ohio State's entire history. How how do you expect to beat them if you're not going to pay for the players and you're not going to try to recruit the players? I got good news for you. The ban from the shoebox is now lifted and over. We can go get discounted shoes. Let's go, baby. Uh, Dude, I'm I'm on UW Marketplace. You can see all these NIL money. Like th- this is Wisconsin's solution to to NIL is that you just basically open up uh, this website to have all the athletes in, and you can like you know give their prices. I'll tell you some information on Graham Mertz, but first, well, like, real yeah, quick, there's I don't like, think what? it's gonna be real quick, but there's f- over five million people in the state. Let's just say for fun that. By every- the way, Bill Nagy says born on third base, Ryan Day. Hey, but he might he might have been born on third base, but he's coming home. Rowdy, we also have some people saying, please, God, for tell Rowdy to take a breath. Say, he's very passionate, there's folks. Over 5 he's called people, going autistic. There's, there's over 5 million people in the state. Let's just say for fun, every single one of them is a Badger fan. And they all gave $5, $5 to the Wisconsin Badgers to pay players. I bet the state of Wisconsin would be more willing to give their hard-earned money whatever you could give to see this team succeed more than what it seems like the school actually wants to spend. Hey, you can go get a shout-out from Graham Mertz for $490. You will receive a recorded video for Graham Mertz. $490 on Marketplace right here, Rowdy. Line one. Good morning. Let me add him big time. Dave from Monona. Ding, 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 ding. That's the sound of the bell, Dave. It's time to box. Let's go. Listen to this cherry-picking crapola coming out of this young freeloader. Spend, 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 Nelson. Hey, didn't Rowdy Rowdy just buy you lunch yesterday? When did you become a liberal? Spend, spend, spend. That's a good point. Where did that get? Nelly just said, I got to take my hurt hard, $5 of my hard earned money and give it to Wisconsin. I ain't doing that. No, I'd yeah. say more people are, would be willing to do that than it seems like Wisconsin is willing to actually the, go into the NIL. government already robs me blind, anyways, of my money, Dave. That's right. I couldn't get that cheap ass to buy me a taco. He bought me, bought me a burrito. Wasn't well, a burrito more expensive than a taco? No, he, he's talking about spend, spend, spend. Okay, three things. One, <laughs> where, the hell, where the hell did that get Wisconsin spending all that money? 
nowhere. And Terry is dead on. He wasn't talking about Ohio State, Michigan. You went right for the cherry picking. They are Those not are the best the, teams in the league that you're competing against. Terry was saying that's that that's who he wants them to be, and that's what we all, that's what we all want Wisconsin not, to be. That's not the discussion. You're never going to compete with them because what? of the payroll. You, you, the goal here because you just said the, because of the payroll. No. Yeah, Dave, the, open the, up your goal, checkbook and fork up five bucks goal, now. The goal is to win the Big Ten West first, and with all the top recruit, recruits they've had, this it is coaching. Your goal is to win the Big Ten West and then <laughs> hope you get lucky. The talent you've had in the Big Ten West, you should have been winning year after year after year with the four or five-star recruits. Where did Payne get the players now for the last three, four years to win the Big Test? They stink. Who cares about Ohio State Michigan? Stop cherry-picking. I mean, we it, do because they're always the ones of the Big Ohio Ten. Ohio State came out and said that they're going to need, like, in the teens of millions of dollars. Like 18 million million dollars. Talent. Who cares that it, that it has nothing to do with what's got your cherry-picking? You're trying to compete with them. No, you're not. You're not trying to compete with Ohio State. Well, you well, can be Northwestern? Yeah, Northwestern, Iowa. You can't. Hey, by the way, where, where did the payroll get Michigan? Where, where's Michigan? They just won the Big Ten last year. They're one of the one best teams time. in the country. Cherry pickers. They're, they're, in, they're in the college World playoffs right now. In the in one the years of the time. NIL, Michigan is 1-0 winning Big Ten championships. The last 20 years, one time with all that money in Michigan. You're cherry picking Michigan, Ohio State. NIL is brand new the last two years. And wait, okay, and, where did, and where has that gotten the Badgers the last two years? Paying Graham Murray. They're not and, doing it. Yeah, yeah. The hell are not got, Last time my hey, check, Dave, Iron Dave, Jock, Dave. Iron Jock has a. Uh, Dave. Big, yeah. You have a You're business. You're cherry picking two players. Dave, you have a business uh, right here at the, the marketplace. Graham Mertz will post about on social media about your business for nine hundred and sixty-two dollars. Will you do it? And I want to. And I want to meet the. I want to meet the pigeon who forks up nine hundred dollars to have Graham Mertz. Nine hundred and sixty-two dollars. I mean, Nelson would because he wants to spend everybody else's money. I mean. Nelson, the bottom line is... Hey, did you know that Nelson's got a Bernie Sanders bumper sticker on him, his car? Yes, I, I know. He showed it to me yesterday. I feel the burn. Where has paid the players in Wisconsin, <laughs> got Wisconsin the last two years? It's gotten them nowhere. They pay. No, 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 no different than Iowa, Minnesota, Illinois. You, you can't compete with Ohio State, Michigan, until you beat Illinois, Minnesota, Northwestern, Indiana, Purdue, and Iowa. And they've do, they basically have done that the last no, 30 years. For the most part, yes, they have. That's you why we always so talk full. about Wisconsin being Tier 2. All those Wisconsin, teams are below. Wisconsin has not won the Big Ten outright in, what, 30 years? You can't <laughs> count those three in a row because they backdoored in. When's, When's the last time Minnesota won the Big Ten anything, Dave? outright? Exactly. When's the last time Illinois won it outright? Exactly. They're already above them. Hey Dave, exactly. did you, hey Dave, did you enjoy your lunch with Nelson yesterday? Well, never walk in. Never walk in. We'll just leave that one there. We love you, Dave. Yeah, I know you do, but no, Nelson, Terry, you're, you're dead on, buddy. You're tired to explain to Nelson. He wants to spend, 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 spend. spend. <laughs> See you, Dave. Why? So, what was what was it that Zach told us? <laughs> Our sports director Zach Halpern told us oh, that Graham Mertz made a hundred grand, right? Made a hundred grand last year. Yeah, 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 six. Yeah, I would rather pay five million dollars to get Caleb Williams, the guy that's probably going to win a Heisman or be right in the of thick of the Heisman, money? of NIL money, the university money, to put out that type of quarterback in, than a hundred thousand for Graham Mertz and settle for less. If you're going to do it, you go do it. <laughs> There's no salary cap. Line two. Good it's morning. baseball. Line two. Hello. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! The battle for Monona, <laughs> Dave, the Pete. No, I, 
I'm I'm not battling with him. He's he's absurd. I <laughs> well, mean, you know, yeah, we all we've known I, that for a I long mean, time. I mean, really, you know, I mean, I, I I realize you guys are friends with him, but he, you know, I I don't take him seriously. No, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's he's a he's a. We all know what he is. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's shtick or if he's a troll or he just needs to have somebody to talk to, and that's fine. I mean, I'm like that too. I, 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 I'm not going to sing anything with a melody today. <laughs> All I want to do is sing Rowdy's praises. What you, you are, you are spot on. What? Yeah, I'm singing Rowdy's praises. He, he's absolutely right. If if, if you're, My you know, I don't on. understand about you know being in something and and just accepting mediocrity. Yeah. If you know, if you're going to uh, uh, be in some sort of endeavor, then you should do everything you can to be the best at it. I mean, when I was a, a school teacher, you know, I I, I what, what, what you were bringing parents... out the movie, you were bringing out the TV every day to watch a movie, Pete. Were you? No, no, you weren't selling no. for that. No, but really, I mean, I took, you know, I, I, I had a responsibility to those kids and those parents to do the best job that I could rather than saying, well, you know, I mean, your kid's not all that smart, so he's not going to get my best effort because what difference does it make? Look, if you, you know, I, I, the, the, that's, that's the same thing with the Brewers. If you're not going <laughs> to give your best effort, then get out of it. Ah, yeah. and, and Pete, so talking about the this Brewers. This is crazy to me, though. You and Nelly there's no salary cap in NIL. You could have a billion dollars and spend it on these players. If the Brewers could spend like the Yankees, we would all love it. And we would all if say, If the Brewers spend. could spend like the Yankees, uh, 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 Adonacio would still hide it up his rear end. <laughs> But we would be wow. pissed off if they weren't, wouldn't Pete. we? If you could yeah. spend like the Yankees and you weren't doing it, we would be so yeah, pissed, be pissed off because we would get close to a World Series, but we could never get this there. And we were in the divisional round. We were in the championship round, but we couldn't get to the World Series. But we knew you were sitting on an extra $100 million yeah, that you could it. spend on players. Why wouldn't you try to compete with them? You're just an idiot if you didn't. Well, because he needs another ticket stuff to buy. You know. The only, the, only per, the, the, the only person delusional enough to, to you know, praise Wisconsin uh, uh, recruiting is, is Ben Kenny. But actually, <laughs> what, what, what we have here is such a wonderful opportunity because maybe we can't recruit those guys from Clemson and Alabama first go-round. But if they're not playing, they don't have, they're not being held hostage anymore. Yeah. They'll move. They transfer. And we can take, you know, we can, their leftovers are better than any anything we can recruit Pete, this today is so more evidence we live in bizarre world you and rowdy on the same page over this like giving each other the compliments pra- like praising each other's no, takes I, this I'm, is crazy i'm willing to, to give somebody credit for what and, and cre- dave you know, is, they, is attacking elliot this is wild new. it's wild pete it's wild so i'm seeing in your presence nelson you are the man pete wow what a day what a day to be alive pete we love you buddy What's happening in this segment? Let's finish it out real quick. Uh, line three, good morning. Hey, it's Brett. Hey, Brett, what's up, dude? Uh, I, I don't know what's up with Dave from Monona. Well, we've been trying to figure it out for a long time. So. I, I think uh, we are all dumber for having listened to it, to quote. Uh, an that would be, that would be Billy Madison. Yeah, well, he's dumber than Billy Madison. How can you go and say... Well, Billy Madison actually won the debate, so... Well, that's true. That's absolutely true. Business ethics. I choose business ethics. Um, But 
how how can you go and say that, oh, the reason being is because we're not paying the coaching and then have a problem with the fact that you're wanting to pay players? Like, which way is it? The coaches aren't going to make Graham Mertz make better throws. Well, no. the other thing, Brett, is it's not feasible – for the Wisconsin Badgers to go out and get a Nick Saban and go out and get some of these top top coaches that are already at these top schools because they're already in a cush spot. Why would Nick Saban want to leave Alabama? Why would Lincoln Riley want to leave USC? Why would why would some of these guys want to leave? I jokingly said, let's go hire Urban Meyer. That's, that's laughable because he would never come here because until they actually started spending money, there was no way that he could actually recruit at the same level he did at Florida, at Ohio State. Right. It wouldn't yeah, make absolutely. sense for him. Hey, Brad. I, I just, I, I did not un- understand. Like, Dave doesn't make sense three quarters of the time. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it, uh, Brett, Brett, before I let you go, because we have this commercial break, uh, any words of advice or uh, parting words for one Amari Rogers who was cut yesterday from uh, Brian, by Brian Gutekunst and the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. Go back to high school and learn to freaking catch. And whatever you do, don't let Dave from Monona on the show again. Oh, no, I can't promise that. I just when I when people call in, it's like a it's just a green light that blinks. So I just hit it and then say yeah, who's this yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. off we go. Yeah, I know. I don't have caller ID. I, but yeah, I no, never uh, want caller uh, ID. Amari, I like the surprise of it all. Amari uh, needed to be cut or at least not allowed to return punts. Punts. Yes. And I would have been fine with him, like you know, getting the water or washing jocks or something. Well, and it sounds like the hill problem was an off-field problem. Yes. Well, he's yes. We'll we'll get to Which, that coming up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly. He was not a. Was, he was not Packer. He, he unfortunately people. was a very good kick returner, um, yeah. and showed like he's got a lot of potential. Sure. Um, so it's kind of unfortunate, but yeah. it's a it's a production business, my friend. Yeah. You Brett? see, uh, Ben Kurt was just cut. Oh, was he? I saw him tweeting. I didn't really pay yeah. attention to him. You think? You think we could uh, just you know cut love and get Ben Kurt back? I. I mean. I mean, it'd be I, an upgrade. I don't know if it's an upgrade. It'd be like going from Wisconsin to Ohio State. I think it'd just be making a lateral move. Brett, we love you, buddy. Talk to you later. Excuse me. Wow, what a segment. I've never thought I'd be alive uh, to see the day that in the same, you know, 22 minutes there, that Dave and Pete would call at the same time, and Pete would agree with you and Dave not agree with you. That's wild to me. The Packers' last 11 third-round picks. I saw you tweet this out too, Ben. Uh, Rowdy, I know you're all over it. Let's go through them. Uh, last 11 third-round picks. Now, Amari Rodgers, who was just cut, was a third-round pick last year. The fact the Packers traded up in the third round. Let's go. Uh, Sean Ryan. He's pretty much been inactive for most games. To be determined. Amari Rodgers. Terrible. Done. D-U-N. Josiah DeGuara. He did catch an Amari Rodgers fumble earlier Would this you season. say DeGuara is below average at best at the tight end position? My two things I remember about DeGuara, um, catching an Amari Rodgers like thrown fumble forward and him totally blowing a catch against the Niners in the playoffs. Yes. To defend him, <laughs> he has, he was He has a couple moments start, this year so far. To start his career, he was hurt. Like, yeah. It's yet to be determined. I think he's better as a fullback. Up next, this guy spurned, once said he would interview with us, and then totally ghosted Rowdy, Jace Sternberger, third. For that reason, stinks. Jace, Jace Turdberger. For that reason, I don't have the words. Turdberger. 
Uh, up next, Oren Burks. Well, the Sternberger thing is worse because that was one spot ahead of Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he stinks. And Jay Sternberger, I'll let Packer fans know that when he tweeted it out uh, when the Packers lost to the commies. Oren Burks. He wasn't very good either and oft injured. Munch. He was remember he was drafted as like the guy that could play like safety slash linebacker. He was gonna be that hybrid. He wasn't a linebacker or a safety. He was just bad. Did he get <laughs> cut this offseason? <laughs> Oren Burks. I think his contract ran out. Right. Uh, up next, Montravius Adams. He was never healthy. He was know. the guy that flashed for a couple games and then was never healthy and never could stand after a, up next after a couple games we did change his name briefly to Sackroll, but never trust a guy named kyler kyler Fackroll. weirdly enough that's probably one of their better we call them Sackroll third for a round times. picks from all the guys that are about to be named kyler hey he got another he got another contract from the packers and then if i remember correctly he got a contract from the giants Yes, he did. He did. Because he actually. Because he teamed up with Blake Martinez. He actually had a couple seasons where he had some nice seasons being the third rotational edge rusher. That's a cool name, man. Sackrell or Kyler? Fackrell. Fackrell. What do you think of Kyler? I mean, these days, questionable. Also, what's wrong with just Kyle? I think there's a new Call of Duty coming out this weekend. Oh, that's that's tough, tough then for uh, how many Call of Duties are there these days? Yeah, how many? I have no idea. I don't know. I haven't played my PlayStation Five in like eight, six, eight months. I want to sell it. Does anyone like want to buy it for me? I might buy it. I saw I saw Kurt Benkert tweeting about it. Oh, he's he just got because he's unemployed. Right, got a lot of time. Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, there's another Kyler. Interesting. Uh, up next, this was foreshadowing maybe for one of Mari Rogers. Ty Montgomery. I think the Packers ruined him. He was a uh, wide receiver. Then um, the Packers are decimated with uh, injuries in the running back room. And I think in, was that 2018? I think if they would have let him be and just be a slot receiver, he would have been all right. But moving him to running back and then making him be the kick returner in that Rams Rams. game, it was just a disaster. That was like, that was like. The original Amari Rodgers was Ty Montgomery, except he didn't move the running back. The Packers ruined him like the Cardinals ruined Josh Rosen. I would say Josh Rosen's was worse. <laughs> well, we don't know about Rosen yet. You, you two and your Josh Rosen love. <laughs> uh, Ty Montgomery. No, dude. We, we, like we kind of thought Amari Rodgers ceiling would be Ty Montgomery. That was a ran, that was Randall Cobb. Wow. That was... That was a comp that was never going to work. I My hope wear, was just an average receiver. I wanted to get like on the ball. 83 and take handoffs. I think it wasn't Ty Montgomery 88. Yeah, but I, I'm talking something in the 80s. Well, 83 is Jeff Janis. Yes. My man. Uh, up next for the third round pick. I mean, so far, what? Kyler Fackrell is the best one out of third round. Uh, up next, Kyrie Thornton. The dude hardly played. <laughs> And he's not he's not a based Kyrie. He's just Kyrie. And then this could be the best one. The Motown Miracle Man himself. Richard Dick Rogers. An average tight end at best. Motown Miracle can never take it away I'm from him. I'm a big Richard Rogers guy. Can never take well, it away from him. Well, that's because he was Miracle. an eagle after he was nah, a Packer. I don't think the Packers utilized him properly. Well, now you sound like people talking about Amari Rogers. I that's what I'm saying. And finally, Richard the Rogers, Ty Montgomery, they could have had some. The stuff last there. eleven for the third round picks belongs to Alex Green. 
don't even know who uh, the f he is. I was gonna say I don't remember who. who? Alex Green? Who? A running back out of Hawaii. Hawaii. Sean Ryan, Amari Rogers, Josiah DeGuara, Jay Sternberger, Oren Burks, Montrevious Adams, Kyler Fackrell, Ty Montgomery, Kyrie Thornton, Richard Rogers, Alex Green. Well, I think now that we looked at all the third round picks in the last eleven years, Goody just trade out a third round. Maybe argue that two of them were average; all the rest were below average to bad. That's not good, especially when you look at the NFL. You need to hit on your draft picks in the top 100 if you want to be, one, a good GM, and two, have a good team and, and, and keep those players. We'll just look at Goody's draft picks starting since 2018. His first top 100 picks. Jair Alexander, that's a hit. That's yeah. a hell of a pick. He did a little more. Josh Jackson, big-time failure. Oren Burks, no good. That was so in his top 100 picks in 2018, he got one out of three players. 2019, his top three or his top 100 picks. Rashawn Gary, pretty good pick. Not bad. Darnell Savage, eh. Elton Jenkins, hell of a pick. Yep. Jay Sternberger, Sternberger. terrible. He's hitting 50%, depending on what Savage is. He was better his rookie year, and maybe in the slot he'll be a little bit better. But we'll say at this point he hit on two and a half out of four. Sure. 2020, Jordan Love, he's not helping your team. Not at all. A.J. Dillon technically is a backup running back. And Josiah DeGuara, the the guy that we all just came to an agreement is below average at best right now. Yes. 2021, Eric Stokes. He was decent. Now he's hurt. Yep. Josh Myers, solid pick. Amari Rogers, terrible. That's, we'll say, because Stokes was hurt and not playing well. One and a half out of three. 2022, Quay Walker, I'd say pretty average. Devontae Wyatt, probably below average, especially for the pick. Yep. Christian Watson. Just had his coming up party. I'd still say for the season so far, below average, hasn't been able to stay on the field. And Sean Ryan hardly been inact or he's been inactive for more games than he's played in. Are we saying Brian Gutekunst hot seat? I'm saying that Brian Gutekunst overall has done pretty well signing free agents since he took over. His draft, especially in the first three rounds, is very spotty. Now I'll give him credit where credit is due. Brian Gutekunst has done his better work rounds four through seven. But in the NFL, when you're selecting the top guys, you want to hit on the top <laughs> yeah, guys because those are overall your better players. Instead of us freaking out like, why the hell they uh, cut seventh round pit Kylan Hill yesterday? What was up with that? Ben, were you surprised that Kylan Hill well, was like, showing the, the door? I mean, yeah, but after hearing Mr. Matt LaFleur speak. Yeah, it seems like a, he's a D-bag. In not the really. Room. Yeah. Look at some of the guys that, that Goody has nailed fourth round and, and later. Romeo Dobbs, Zach Tom, Kingsley Nigbari. Uh, Those are three solid players from this draft that are all fourth or later. Look at 2021. Slayton's a rotational piece. Royce Newman did start for him last year. McDuffie seems to be a serviceable, serviceable backup linebacker and special team player. 2020. John Runyon, pretty solid at guard. Jonathan Garvin, pretty solid third, fourth rotational edge rusher in the seventh round. 2019, Kingsley Kiki, when he was healthy and not suspended, was an all right guy when he didn't have concussions. Ty Summers was a solid backup linebacker and special teamer in the seventh round. 2018, 
Veldez Scantling was a first or a fifth round pick. He's done better work fourth round and later than he has in the first three rounds, but that's the issue. That is the issue, dude. And he didn't have money to go sign free agents where he's been the best because of salary salary cap hell that the Packers have been in and kicking money down the road to open up their window longer with Aaron Rodgers. So he was kind of handcuffed by that because he had to do that. Let's see here uh, on Twitch. DJR War says Goopy, not Goody, Goopy should be a fall guy. And Goopy is very good at picking average players in all rounds. Interesting. Yeah, but you'll take the average players in the fourth through seventh round because you're not expecting much. You need to get your stars in the first three rounds. And outside of a few years, he really hasn't done that. He drafted up to get Jordan Love. Stinks. Drafted up to get Amari Rodgers. Cut. Uh, Drafted up to grab Christian Watson. Yep. And he just had his coming up party. Benjamin, you got something to tip your tongue? I mean, Nelson mentioned it. He's done his work in the free agent market. Like, Goody's the one who got Rudy Ford in the building. Rudy. Well, Our that's the thing. Rudy Ford, he kind of has some David Stearns vibes where you bring in Hunter Renfro, who had been okay, and then becomes sure. better. Adamus, too. I do think this roster's way better if Goody was able to sign free agents and, and take his pick of the litter. Oh, yeah. But he wasn't able to because of the salary cap. All right. We and got, that killed them. So Wisconsin basketball, they're going to be the battle for Bahamas coming up here. You get eight days off. Yeah, that's a nice little time. A little chunk of change right there. I think mentally they're already in the Bahamas. They got Dayton, who was ranked 21st. But here's the thing. Dayton basketball, they lost last night. 60-52 uh, to 52 to the UNLV running Rebels. So they will no longer be ranked. Coming up here with the new uh, rankings come out, Rowdy. Um, who else is in the battle for Atlantis? Whatever. I mean, Wisconsin's already there. We have to wait a time to talk about it. But I'm more curious about what's happening Thursday night. Yeah. Tennessee Titans come to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um, 25%. I think that was the implied odds right now that the Packers can now make the playoffs. 25%. This, thank God the NFC sucks. Right, Rowdy? The teams in the battle for Atlantis are Butler, BYU, Dayton, Kansas, NC State, USC, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin plays Dayton, and then the winner and or loser of Kansas, NC State. Hmm. Interesting. All right, well, well, let's see what, some big boy games potentially uh, for the Badgers. Bill, you think Bill Self took the trip? Is he still self-imposed? I believe that was just for the first five games. Yeah, because so there's a bunch know, of I don't know how ma- Yeah, I don't know how many games Kansas has played already, but Wisconsin's at three. Ben, do you know about Bill Self? Did it, does he four games? Four games? Uh, let's see here. The Kansas schedule. One, two, three. Oh, their fourth game is Friday night against Southern Utah, where they beat Omaha ND State. Come on. They beat you Duke. Think, they beat Duke think, last night. You think a guy that's going to self-impose a... I guess a suspension for himself was going to miss the Bahamas trip. Come, <laughs> that's that's a very good point, Rowdy. Come on, guys. <laughs> you talking to the guy like the three thousand dollars suit? You think the guy with the four thousand dollars suit is going to be missing the trip to the Bahamas? Forget about it, man. Yeah, I'll I'll stay away when we're playing in cold Kansas in November. But when the Bahamas <laughs> trip is up, my suspension. You tell me that university is going to foot a trip to the Bahamas? Okay, I'm going to look at him up, boys. Four games. You got it. I'll be back for uh, that Wednesday affair, November 23rd against NC State. No problem. Uh, line one, good morning. Who's this? You got your Maytag, man. Well, what is up, Zach? What's going on, guys? What's happening, bro? Uh, hey, uh, 
I don't know if you checked out my Twitter uh, a couple days ago. I picked up that Mobcraft uh, Advent calendar. Oh, dude, did you? Hell yeah! Would you? What? Uh, what? Have you popped in the open yet? No, 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 no. Because I'm, uh, I'm, I have to uh, post on Instagram every day the beer that corresponds with the day in order to win like three beer for a year. Oh, dude, that yeah, that's badass. Mobcraft has got some damn good stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna be checking that out starting uh, December first. That's, so that's awesome, dude. Fun. Hey, thanks for picking that up. That's they're really they have some really good beer. Yeah, it was. It's oh, there it is, right the there. Expensive case of beer I've ever bought in my life, but you know, <laughs> it'll be worth it in the end. I got it. I got it over at Dean's in Dodgeville. They're like, yeah, we get Dean? like one of these. How's Deaner doing, Deaner? You there? Oh. Yeah, I'm right here. How's Deaner oh, doing? Anyway, Dean. yeah, I got it. Got it over in over at Dean's in Dodgeville. Yeah, how's Dean doing, man? How's Dean doing? They're they're doing good, man. They're doing great. They, Rowdy, you know what Dean's have? Uh, advent calendars for Mobcraft. Yes, but just, they also have just one. They have <laughs> the one. drive the through. One. They have a drive through. One of the only liquor stores That's with a right. drive through in it. God bless it's, you, Dodgeville. Yeah. God bless Dodgeville, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's it's one of the few I've seen around here. I, I remember back in Pennsylvania, they had a couple of them too, but. You know, they close at like five o'clock. So it's, losers. It's, yeah, people from books. Pennsylvania suck. Besides UZ, and, and you and you can't get actual liquor. You could only get beer. But anyway, because they're soft um, in Pennsylvania. They have you no know, sack. It's funny you're you're taught you talk Dayton losing to UNLV, and Charlie brought up uh, <laughs> Jerry Tarkanian yesterday. Yeah, he did the ghost the ghost of Jerry Tarkanian haunting Dayton. Hey, Char- hey, Charlie's cognizant somehow. Like we don't know how, but I, like he's he's he's. I have no idea. You know, like in the movie Avatar, when um, they they like they go into the, the the tail goes into the string of like they have. Some, yeah, right. Charlie's like that with Ice House. I don't know how it works. <laughs> he, he taps in the universe somehow with it. It it, it and it works, and I, it's fantastic. No, that Badgers. Yeah, they didn't look they didn't look very good last night. Uh, what about the Packers? How are you and feeling it, about the vibe of the green and gold? You know, I'm feeling really good about the Packers for tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. You know, if you let. And this this is the way to beat the Titans is you, you let Henry. Tannehill beat you right. Yeah. Uh, so as long as they can keep Derrick Henry at bay and force Tannehill to throw, I think the secondary is good enough to kind of keep him at bay. You know, as long as the offense uh, and they weren't all white. humming like they are, you know, like they were this last Sunday, should be okay. Yeah, should be okay. Love it. Hey Zach, should always a okay. pleasure. Always a pleasure, brother. What's that? I said, always, a, always a pleasure. I think your phone's breaking up a little bit. Love, we, you, love, we, you, love you guys. We'll, we'll see you. See you, buddy. All right, so earlier today, uh, what, an hour and a half ago, we had a very heated conversation with one Dave from Monona, then Pete from Monona called in, and then Brett called in, uh, and it all started with Terry, the king of the north, who called in a little earlier than that. Ben, you had said that you had lost some brain cells. Listening to which one? Terry, Dave, Pete, uh, Brett, Nelly? All of them. Um... What was what was what what part made you lose more brain cells? The fact that if Wisconsin doesn't beat Ohio State, it's because of coaching. So Terry's call, yeah, yeah. And Nelson did a terrific job laying out that they have more talent in the building now than they've had, but that talent does not sniff the jockstrap of what Ohio State does right now. 
All right, so Nelly, you said of all the programs, uh, D1 programs, Wisconsin was, what, the 115th out of 120? Yeah, 124 for yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. to want to come to Wisconsin. Like, they're towards the bottom of that list. And you that think, probably goes for all the receivers at Ohio State. Ben, do you think all those receivers at Ohio State ever considered going to uh, the University of Wisconsin? Uh, not one, <laughs> safe to say. <laughs> not even for, like, a safety school? No. <laughs> No, uh, Michigan is probably some of their safety schools. <laughs> uh, let's like or Penn State. Like think back to the game this year. We talk about Jim Leonard. We talk about coaching. They got absolutely gassed defensively during that whole game. But that wasn't on Jim Leonard. He had he had freshman corners out there. Like like the the guys just didn't. Uh, they, they couldn't get up and live up to that moment of play. I think that. if they played that game right now today with the roster that is currently healthy for the Wisconsin Badgers, it looks better because you, you now have some of those corners back. Hunter Waller is back. You now have three quality safeties. The defense is arguably as healthy as it's been all year. They still get blown out. Yeah, yes. uh, the offense still hasn't played well against a good defense in four years, three years since uh, Graham Merch started pretty much. But yes, the defense plays better. I just it's it's so hard to craft a measuring stick for this program and and look at Ohio State and say Jim Leonard, uh, we, we can't hire him because he can't beat them, and if he doesn't beat them, then he's the wrong guy for the job. There's so much more that goes into whether this program is going to succeed in the future than if they could beat Ohio State in Madison. How many teams wish they were Ohio State? Uh, Everybody except for Alabama and Georgia. I'll say, like, how many teams don't, how many teams are like, yeah, we're fine? Be like three. But once you say it's easier to turn around, in my opinion, a Michigan, or not a Michigan, a Mississippi State type program because you have access to great players. If you could get the right coach, you had the right system, and Mike Leak is Leach is a pretty good college football coach, but I'm saying if you got a legit top tier coach to go into Mississippi state, they could be really good, really fast, just based on geography and where they're located and the conference they play in the same team. That's probably comparable to them in the big 10. Maybe it's like a Minnesota or something like that. It's harder to become as good because you don't have the access to the players. Yeah, the tough thing about Mississippi State is if a coach succeeds, he'll probably leave, right? Dan Mullen. And and we even and see then he like Lane at Kiffin's at Ole Miss. Everyone's connecting him to Auburn, where the top jobs will still steal those guys. But 100%, Mississippi has a lot of talent. The South has a lot of talent. And uh, Wisconsin, the state does not. This is what we talked about all offseason, right? It was like, what are the expectations? What can Wisconsin do to get back to this or the playoff or whatever? And And if you're not going to have access to those players, you have to hire a coach that does. And bigger Jim Leonard isn't a guy that has access to the Southeast. Now, Barry Alvarez wasn't a guy that had access to the Southeast. Brett Bielma is really not a guy that has access to the Southeast. Like you think about a, a coach out there that's been a failure where he's at Jimbo Fisher. He would never come to Wisconsin, but if he did, you would have a better shot at recruiting that region of the country and getting better. And then the you, offense would be even worse. Then you would with like a Lance Leopold, a guy that doesn't have any traction in that area. And until you can recruit that area, bringing in a coach like that, 
you got to do your best in the Midwest, which is competing against the Ohio States, and you got to spend money. That's the difference. Uh, the number one thing that will that money that breaks down state barriers, money, money. Why is Nebraska uh, maybe on par in terms of job and how attractive it is than Wisconsin? I would say it's lower. But why is it in the same ballpark? A program that hasn't won in twenty years because they have arguably money. the most money in the country, and they I would say they have more history. Well, yes. Oh, yeah, totally. They could tap into it. But uh, Jim Leonard's going to be the coach. Like, think about... Well, the biggest thing he has to do is reconstruct what this offense is. Because in the last three years since Graham Mertz has been a quarterback, every single time they play a good defense and a good defensive front, they stink and they lose. Like, think about when you're talking, looking at money and all this, like, all this other stuff that that you would need access to to actually compete and like you can actually do it now that's the most frustrating thing but Wisconsin doesn't want to do it no they're they're starting to do it but not to the level that they should yeah you go to UW Marketplace and Graham Mertz can give me a shout out for $500 they're they're making some progress we'll see like let's judge Leonard based on this offseason and next season what's happening right now I think is unfair to look at I think hiring Jim Leonard you don't go down Hiring outside, there's a potential for the program to go down. Yeah. There's more upside to Jim Leonard and the age that he's at with the success that he's had with a ceiling than there would be for bringing in an outside guy that has a much lower floor being in the footprint of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Look at that. Maybe bring bring Lance Leipold in as offensive coordinator. Hey, we could get him in one of the projections. We could get him in the, uh, what bowl game was that, Rowdy? The guaranteed rate? No, that's in Detroit. Uh, no, that's Quicken Lanes. Uh, Quicken, Quicken Lanes is Detroit. We were talking yeah, gu- about no, guaranteed rate bowl versus Kansas right here in Phoenix. Everyone's ripping him for losing. I will defend him. And say, his starting quarterback got hurt when they were six and zero. Tough to win with a backup. Wisconsin pound ass Saturday in Lincoln. Um, I, I don't know, man. They've been through so like. With all the stuff going on this week, it's it, it's hard for me. Like right here, Ben. Sporting news: Guaranteed Rate Bowl versus Kansas, December twenty seventh, Phoenix, Arizona, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin oh. versus Kansas.